Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, wow. Live from New York, it's the show that is preparing to have the most motivational show we've ever had in the past month, I would say. At really? It's wow. first things you first. You must have snuck a look at the button. I did. Uh, today, Lions are focused on Dallas. Dallas focused on not necessarily the Lions. Is this a must win for Dak Prescott? Meanwhile, you know, last time they played, Tua threw... Six touchdowns. Nobody wants to remember that. I do. Can he steal the MVP from Lamar this weekend? And finally, as promised, in one hour, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List alongside Nick Wright and Kevin Wilds. Brew, in that previous clip, it looked like Mahomes was trying to motivate the Chiefs. Is there a chance he himself finds it? himself on the Bud List? He was very close. So he's Along, not he, he didn't make it. Uh, I'm not that I'm not trying to motivate him, yeah. but he just didn't he make the, the cut. He bubble? was on the bubble. He was bubble on the cutting bubbles. cutting room floor. He would have been. So were the Detroit Pistons, but they <laughs> oh. didn't make it. Oh. I just didn't have anything to say to them. I was just like, ah. fair. No, uh, no motivation for him. We start with Dallas chatter. All right, here's the story. You got to follow me on this one. After losing to the Dolphins, Micah Parson watched the 49ers game and took a shot at Brock Purdy, writing down 21. There's no shots or development throws. Should tell you all you need to know, exclamation point. Now that tweet warranted caustic responses from Debo and Gronk. Take a listen. Bro, we beat you 24, I mean, 42 to like, whatever the score may be. Like, like a long time ago, like, I don't, I don't get why he's so bothered about what we got going on over here, whatever the case may be. It's really weird that he's tweeting that out there. First, there's a, there's a saying out there. Losers focus on winners, and winners focus on winning. And if you want to be a winner, you just got to focus on winning. I kind of like that. I'm going to start saying that. Uh, Then Micah responded, prime example of let's attack the person rather than addressing the topic. Another exclamation point. Yeah, because it's so weird a football player talking about football on a website where you can write your own thoughts and opinions. Another exclamation point. So there you go, bro. Your reaction. Look, I know people think I get pleasure and joy out of destroying, I guess, the Cowboys. Sure. All right. The tomato cans, the mm-hmm. F grades and all that. Yeah. I like Micah. He was my pick for defensive player of the year in the preseason. We'll see if that comes to pass. But this is why I two things come to mind. Number one, this is one example. It's actually reason number 4080. How about that? Okay. Of why the Dallas Cowboys will not reach the Super Bowl 
and why they haven't gotten even to the final four, the NFC title game, in the last 28 years. It is because they have a culture that lacks maturity and discipline. Mm. And it starts with the owner. It starts at the top with Jerry Jones and trickles down throughout the organization. And Mike is just the player personification of it. All right, that's all. He's just in the mix of it. All right. But also, this is why I didn't want Micah doing the podcast. Remember I said in the beginning of the year, he shouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's too young. All the other players that have, or not all, but most of them, the Kelsey brothers, Draymond Green, they're veterans who played a long time. They've won championships. Mike is 24. He's young. He's new to the league and has no jewelry to speak Should of. Should he not have a Twitter account either? Because this wasn't on the podcast. Twitter, whatever. It's the same thing. He's not mature enough. Look. If this, he's not mature enough to walk the fine line of being a comp, you know, having a podcast or tweeting about football and about your team without putting out damaging or inflammatory stuff. Where it's a hard line to walk because he's acting like he's one of us or like he's Ryan Clark or some ex player who's not going to have to step on the field. All right. And then finally, this how are you criticizing Brock Purdy, Micah? Brock Purdy put uh, 42 yeah, points, 42. four touchdowns, 252 yards, and had a passer rating of 144. Yeah. All right, and then since you want to be an analyst, make it some good analysis. All right, you say he he can't throw down the field. That's not what he said. That's well, not what he they're said. They're not throwing down. I'm taking it that way. Well, but that- they're not throwing down the field. All right, why aren't they throwing down the field? Brock, the implications that Brock Purdy can't do it. And yet, we got this graphic oh. showing that on t- passes of 20 or more air yards, you get your turn, Nick. Passes of 20 or more <laughs> air yards, Brock Purdy has the greatest passer rating of any quarterback since 2006. All right, so okay. it's not like he can't throw down the field. All right, I don't know why they weren't, but the, the implication that he's garbage, he's no. a game manager, that, but a game manager put four okay. TDs and 250 yards. All right, solid. Uh, Come it, on. It, solid. It's it, just immature. Is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your okay, turn. Go ahead. It. Uh, I mean, right. I'm going to be chiming the, in with the, yeah. but, 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 <laughs> that. But that's your sentences, that's too. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know how I know, Wilds, when I had a great take on this show? Why? When the responses on social media are about my hair or my suit, Hmm. I'm like, oh, the ad hominem attacks have come because people don't want to address the substance of what I said. And Micah's substance, the specific thing he said, is undeniably correct. It is not, he did not talk about the totality of the season. He did not talk about the Niners uh, against the Cowboys. He said, down 21, running the ball and and dump off passes instead of deep shots. Interesting. And that is correct. Down 21, late in the third, at the ball near midfield. Here's what Kyle Shanahan called. Run, 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 and then three straight dump offs. I don't know if it was called dump offs or just what Purdy ended up doing, including on a fourth and 11. Yeah. What Mike and we can show you Purdy's passing chart from the game, which shows you there. You know what I would have liked to see, and I think Mike is talking about deep downfield incompletions. Even 
taking shots and chances because you're down 21 points. Why doesn't Mike feel worried? I mean, the, I get it, but well, so we're again, kind of missing the forest the, it, for the they No, I, I, dis, I, I disagree with you. How many people watch that football game? 30, 30 million? million Was it a standalone game? Would yeah. anyone have any issue if Mike had tweeted, man, Lamar Jackson is balling? Nobody has a problem with Michael watching the game. Yeah, of course. Nobody has. Right. That's not the so problem. The, the problem is he's saying. So I, I want to know what you think he's saying. Because I think he's taking a shot I at think, Brock Purdy. Yes, of course he, he is. Can't. Of course so he what, is. That's what of I was saying. No, no, no. But he's you, saying he can't throw it down no, the field. No, what he was saying is that the coach did not trust him in that spot to try to bring them back with his arm, which A, I believe is true, B, I believe is smart analysis, and C, and here's the other part of it, that I think that where I vehemently disagree with Brew on as far as, oh, he's providing the Niners bulletin board material. The best thing that could possibly happen to the Dallas Cowboys mm -hmm. is if they have to play the Niners in the playoffs, Brock Purdy enters that game with a chip on his shoulder. The best chance the Cowboys have of beating them is if Purdy's like, oh, I remember what he said about me. I'm going to prove him wrong. Now, I don't think he this is going to – touchdowns I, on Micah Parsons' I, defense. The, I, so, hold on. So I understand that that happened. Yeah. Do you, do you think <laughs> the Cowboys have, would have a chance of beating the Niners unless – Brock Purdy melts down. Do you think the only – so I actually don't think that these tweets will impact an upcoming game. I don't think you necessarily I agree, do. I either. agree because the, the Niners aren't even thinking about the Cowboys. I, Debo, Debo was like – yeah, No, he's clearly not. Debo was like, uh, we beat them like 42 to what? Something. Like he's – they're not even on his radar. All right, he's not thinking about them. But Micah has got the Niners on his brain, and it's, I guess he should. It's when they odd that Micah Parsons is trying to win – in the court of public opinion, rather than on the field. After they lost that game, 42 to 10, Micah Parsons uh, had this quote, and I'm quoting from Michael Gelkin, NFL. Uh, I don't think the 49ers are at a higher level than us. I think we're the same caliber playoff team. Remember we ran this quote? Yeah. It was just an odd quote. So I just don't know what so he's you doing. You put and that I think out be... there when you, I mean, do you really believe that? I, so are you I, trying to convince yourself? Trying to convince well, others? It's just—it's a bizarre way to get rolled by a team and then so, say we're actually just as good at them, and then watching another him struggle against another team, being like, ah, and that's us. So, Would anyone do it back to Micah? So, Brock Purdy gets on there. Man, you can't get to Jared Goff. The night. Wait, wait a second. Bizarre. It is. Coach. It is. Hold on. And this is where I have to push back. We see this exact thing in the NFL all the time. We saw the Niners get rolled by the Eagles mm -hmm. in the NFC Championship game, talk trash all offseason. That was an entirely different. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 Nick, Hold they on. didn't have their quarterback I, or, or a quarterback. I understand that. I mean, and, that's and a big Niners, difference. <laughs> I agree with all of that. But the Niners then rolled them. Yeah. What I am saying is the idea that – and this is where I feel like the Cowboys in particular are held to a different standard. The idea that we, that we are pretending like professional athletes, if they get beaten by an opponent, therefore just lay down their sword and will never criticize or, or go at or give commentary on said opponent until they beat them is not at all not, how what the, the when the eagles were excuse me when the 49ers were criticizing the eagles mm -hmm. the criticism was uniform 
If we didn't have yep. to have Christian yes. McCaffrey as our possible quarterback, yes. and if the NFL didn't have to change yep. the rules so that we're allowed to have an emergency quarterback, we would have won. Mm-hmm. They that was a reason it. for it. Yeah. It'd be like and, if Dak had gotten hurt in this right. game, and, and then Mike was like, wait till we get our quarterback. That's yeah. fine. We'll see you with that our quarterback. That would have been better in the show. No, that would have, of course, been apples to apples. The point I am making is you don't see that what Micah Parsons is right there trying to litigate is the Dak versus Purdy MVP debate. You don't see that's no, what I, it was. I, I mean, Dak's that got no MVP. The, His MVP the, uh, argument isn't better than the, Purdy's. Okay, but I bet Micah Parsons thinks it is. And Micah Parsons okay. thinks it is because he thinks Dak is a quarterback that is the bus driver of a team. And the Dak, for, whether we think the debate is dead, you agree Dak versus Purdy was a significant MVP debate sure. for a good month of, or more of the season. We had it on the show. And it was Purdy everywhere. Was ahead of that, well, Dak, I mean, Dak was the favorite. Dak hasn't at one played point. well against that, very good teams. Oh, okay. Purdy has, for I, the most part. I understand that's, that's your stance, but you agree with me that the that, that debate existed. Micah was re- oh, in a standalone national TV game, mm-hmm. was in my opinion, taking a shot at the Niners guy mm-hmm. in defense of his guy. You guys can say you think it's silly or foolish. I'm saying I think it is commonplace I also think the the commentary is correct. And Micah, for all the podcast stuff that he gets criticized for, does anyone think that's affecting his play? You said he might win Defensive Player of the Year right now. Like He's Micah, playing fine, but that's not the goal. The goal is for them to win the championship. And I... Yeah, and I think Mike Parsons think has only done regard. things that help that this year. I don't think we can say that Micah Parsons right now is working against the Dallas Cowboys in any way, shape, or form. And I don't think any of us think that this tweet negatively hurts their ability to beat the Niners. It just doesn't. No, of course not. They got to no. settle it on the field. But it doesn't look good. It'd be like Errol Spence coming out talking about Terrence Crawford in his next fight. Oh, he ain't that good. He knocked you out. And guess but, what? The Niners knocked out but the Dallas But isn't that exactly Cowboys. what Errol Spence will do? I, isn't that exactly I, what Errol will do? Errol's been pretty – He's been watching his mouth. Lions at Cowboys on Saturday night. We'll see if uh, anyone chimes in from the 49ers. Dak coming off back-to-back losses. We didn't even get to that. That Micah lost two in a row uh, for the first time this season. Goes to uh, the friendly confines of Arlington. Here he is supporting my take on quarterback wins. I know numbers and I know things kind of say I'm playing playing well and, and that, but uh, wins and to me a quarterback's judged off of wins and losses. So if it's a loss, uh, I could have done more one way or another. Um, trying to make a play here or there, uh, getting out of trouble here or there, whatever it may be, um, and I'm going to continue to critique my game that way. What would three straight losses say about the Cowboys, bro? Well, first, let me give Dak a little love. He is excellent in the press conferences at the subtle self-compliment. He slid in there. I know the numbers say I'm playing good, but I like that. All right, so that props to you. All right, now let me get to the question. If they lose, Nick, you, you will probably agree with me while sticking with your pick. This would tell me the Cowboys, and I'm, I'm leaning toward picking them, but this would tell me the Cowboys are pretenders, Correct. not contenders. All right, I still I don't think they're going to win the NFC, but I do think they're in that contender box. If they lose this game, I no longer think they're in that box. They aren't because number one, it will. It, the problem is they haven't. They've struggled against good teams. They're three and four against this good teams. This would be three and five, and if you lose to bad teams. 
if you're a very good team, have a good record, we can write that off. Like the Arizona loss, nobody's looking at that as emblematic of what the Cowboys are, right? We write that off as a fluke, sure. as a bad day at the office, as an F game, all right? But when you lose to the good teams regularly, it shows you're not – you can't beat them That's consistently. And this would be three straight losses to teams like that. All right. And then the third, the, the second thing is it would be at home. All right. You lose on the road. Yeah, we know it's a problem. I think it's a big problem. But we'll deal with that down the line. You lose this game on the road where you are at home where you've won 14 straight. Now it's like we can't beat good teams on the road or at home in our building. So, I think this would speak volumes about the Cowboys and essentially in their chances of getting to the Super Bowl. Wilds, what yes. do they call me? Mr. Consistency. Yeah, so I, I, maybe I'll surprise Brew a bit here. A loss for the Cowboys here would say in all likelihood they're cooked because you lose three straight this late in the year, you're cooked, wow. which is why I think the Eagles are cooked. And it is very, very difficult for me to wrap my mind around the logical argument of if the Cowboys lose this week, they're done as they're pretenders, but the Eagles are fine. Now, where the consistency rolls in is I have said the Eagles are done. So I am not going to be able to then do the opposite. Say the Eagles are done, but Dallas is going to be fine. Because while Dallas is the, the beat good teams, they struggle with it, the one thing they do have going for them is the one good team that they not only beat, they annihilated, was, of course, those Eagles. And I guess we could say they, they also annihilated the Rams. It was before they were playing well, mm -hmm. but we now consider them how many, a good team. How many team. wins do the Cowboys have against good teams? Well, they beat the Eagles, they beat the Rams, they beat there's what, Three. Seattle. Yeah. They Three beat teams Seattle. with winning yeah. records. With, yeah. Philly has six. Okay, That's I the difference. I, I mean, I, since you, you I, were subtly saying I'm not consistent, the, I'm consistent. The, I'm saying one team has proven they can beat yeah, winning I teams. Another has proven yeah, they can't. And, so, and, I, the, and we can disagree on what Philadelphia has or hasn't proven. Cowboys, though, also have to win this game for real tangible reasons because – their path, if they lose this game, is locked in that they are the five seed. They win this game. I, I believe that Philly is probably about a coin flip to lose one of their next two. Not a coin flip in either game specifically, but a coin flip to lose one of their next two. Mm. In which case, they all of a sudden beat Detroit. You, you eliminate you know any potential tiebreaker issues with the Lions because you beat them head-to-head. -head. If Philly loses, you're the two seed. You're the two seed and have probably Seattle coming to your house. Then you host the Lions in round two, most likely, and your path is so much cleaner. And so, yeah, I think that if Dallas loses this game, I will probably look at the team in best position in the NFC other than the Niners as the Rams, maybe wow. the Lions. And so that because the Cowboys, to me, you cannot be full-fledged falling apart at the end of a season. You can't. It's a, by the way, it's a concern. We'll talk about it later. It's why Kansas City's game this weekend is so critical because oh. they had such a disastrous performance this past week. and oh, they've second been, half of the season. Yeah, they've been struggling the second half of the year. Finally. And it wasn't a subtle shot. I was definitely flat <laughs> Consistent, bro. Uh, no, I mean, it wasn't. I was not trying to be passive. 49ers in Washington on Sunday afternoon. Brock Purdy had the worst game of his career. Four interceptions, completed 56% of his passes, and was sacked twice. Here is Shanahan. He's just got to move forward and, and treat it as a game. I mean, we, we review the game 
he does it on his own before I see him. I got some time to watch it with him yesterday. I know it's always tough when you have four picks, um, no touchdowns, especially when you have four of them by two minutes into the third quarter. Um, but you also look into all of them. You talk to him about why they happened, what happened, and um, when you look in that game, it's it's not a hard thing to him to bounce back from and get to work this week. Uh, that's correct. You know why? Because you're playing the Commanders. And everything the Ravens were good at, uh, points, yards, TD to interception ratio, and uh, passer rating, the Commanders are literally dead last. So does Purdy need to have a huge game? He, doesn't, he needs to have a clean game. And listen, I, here's what I expect. I expect Purdy to put up a 125-plus passer rating, him to have a, at least two, maybe three touchdowns, no picks, and you guys to them on Monday come to me and be like, what more do you want to see from him, knowing very good. well what more I would want to see from him? What we do, know what, Brock what Purdy. Uh, no, I don't the, know the answer. Not to be fresh, but. The, we, the, I, the, no one that has watched football this year denies or doubts that Brock Purdy, if things are rolling, can look great. And I expect things but like But why do you they do. get rolling? But a lot does he of have reasons. anything to do yeah, with it? Yeah, he does. Okay. Absolutely. That's, that's Absolutely. He has as something to do with it. I, no, no, no. I don't, okay. I don't, I think more often than not, he is not the single biggest reason that, that things get rolling. But yes, of course he has something yeah. to do with it. There is no question that, that, that when, especially against, like the, the commander's defense against the Shanahan offense, Purdy, McCaffrey, all of it, I, it is to me not going to be likely a fair fight. So, I, But I do think, Brew, that if he starts the game off with a pick, there will be massive alarm bells yeah. going off for all involved internally or externally. Yeah, I'm with you. It needs to be clean. Look, a big game, he's had – Tons of big games. Exactly Against right. good teams. Yes. Tampa Bay, the perfect passer rating, Philly, Dallas. Are you saying your answer is no here? N- no, he doesn't have to have a huge game. And this is my reasoning. Because I don't think the doubters are it's not going to be swayed correct. by him having a big He's game. He's right about that. He came back from his three-game struggle or, you know, slump with a six-game run that was the best we've seen in history. And that didn't silence the doubters. And so I'm with Nick, and I don't even think it has to be a totally clean game. I'd like it to, but if he has, say, one pick, three, it three just touchdowns. Can't come early. One right, pick, or three one, touchdowns is still a good If game. it yeah. comes early and he overcomes it and plays well, sure, I don't think that'll fair. be bad. If he has three touchdowns and a fumble or whatever, he doesn't fumble a lot, but if he has a fumble, I don't think that'll be an issue. But okay. no, I, don't, I think he needs a clean game. Okay. And, and let me throw this out, because I, and I think Nick will agree with me. Nick, it, even if. He leads a comeback, a game-winning uh, drive. I think at this point that still wouldn't satisfy. A game-winning you. drive against the Commanders is not good. Well, I, I'm, but I'm saying like out for me. you, yeah, just because you wanted to see it. I well, nobody's worried about the team. I don't think. I in the so NFC. this is. But I think you would, you and others who doubt his ability to come back I, would say, well, the first I four times he didn't think come back. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy here. I think what would make the Niners feel – I think that beating the Commanders 40 to nothing would not be as good as if they were down 10 at halftime and and Purdy let them back. Because you know – You don't think he could lead them back from a 10-0 halftime – or a 2010 halftime deficit? No. No, Oh, you don't? I've never seen him do it. Well, Well, he's only played a few games. I mean, But but if you're you're, – Wild. Here's the thing. This is the crazy thing. You always say this, and then we can move on, I promise. That if it's like if you if you were an NBA player yeah. and you're you're Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. And it's like 
I just don't believe he can hit threes. And it's like, well, he's never had to. Okay, fair enough. But if you've had five, if, if you took five over the course of a season, you went 0 for 5, would it be fair for me to be like, if he ever has to do that in a big spot, I don't think he can do it. So I believe the Niners at some point are going to face adversity in the postseason. I don't think he can overcome it. I don't think he can uh, lead from behind. I don't think he nor the Shanahan offense, it can happen without a great player at quarterback. We've never seen it. That's why That's why I'd be more impressed by that than by them winning 40 nothing. We've seen that oh, I repeatedly. I, I get it, but it's like Kevin can't defend himself in knife fights. It's like, yeah, I'm never <laughs> in them. I, try, I go out of my way to avoid them. And you've got you win in the ER each time. Well, it's not that it's issue. never happened. It's happened four times and he's 0 for 4. Well, that time it was my rookie kicker's fault. And, and, talking uh, crap. and the other time he had a concussion. <laughs> Just real talk. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. It's free. You share of uh, $10,000 in weekly cash prizes when you download the app. It's fantastic. Uh, welcome back to the show. Greg Jennings is here with a beautiful tie-on. Dolphins, 11 wins, nice. best scoring offense. Ravens, 12 wins, best scoring defense. Both teams have MVP candidates. Lamar at number one. McCaffrey at number two. Tua and Josh tied at three. And then there's Brock Purdy. Still in there, huh? I mean, <laughs> I guess so. Here's the tail of the tape between Tua and Lamar. I had Josh throw some green checks on there. So we can see that there's a lot of green checks on Tua's side. And if he won this game, the record would just be green checks for everybody because they'd both be 12 and 4. So, Drew, can Tua steal the MVP from Lamar Jackson? He can um, because this is, as I said yesterday, it's a strange year, right? Like, usually at this point in the season, it's down to one guy, maybe two, right? Definitive favorite. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Yep. And this year there aren't – I mean, Lamar right now is a definitive favorite, but we've seen it mm-hmm. switch every week. And if he were to have his, – his argument is wins and the impact he's having on the game and the record of the team. It's not – like his stats aren't, aren't great. They just aren't. <laughs> You know, they're, they're not great. There are a lot of quarterbacks with better numbers. Even his running stats as far as touchdowns is not huge. So if they were to lose, say, the next two games, and now they've got five losses, so the record isn't phenomenal, his numbers aren't phenomenal, that would open it up. Now, for Tua, he would have to be great in these last few games and great kind of maybe without Tyreek being <laughs> – being awesome on the other end, like touchdown passes to a lot of the other players. Because I, Tua, to me right now, his problem, and we talked about the comparisons of him and Purdy. My biggest problem with Tua and why I kind of started lowering him in the race early in the season was his best games have come against bad teams. Like, I mean, he hasn't had a three-touchdown game as far as passing in the last seven games. All right, so that there's that. 
But then Denver, he threw four touchdowns when they were a mess yeah. defensively. The Chargers, he had three touchdowns against. They're horrible defensively. The Carolina, the worst team in the league, three touchdowns. And then New England, the worst team in the AFC. I know they got a good defense, but that was a three-touchdown game. So, that, but I'm just saying, like, against the good teams, he hasn't put up big numbers, even in wins. It's been like one touchdown or two touchdowns max. So, I, I think he'd have to – if he – if Lamar struggles, I think it opens it up more for McCaffrey. I don't uh, know if Purdy gets back in it or maybe Josh Allen, but I think it opens it up for mm. others as well as Tua. No, Tua can't steal the MVP. And can we put the full screen back up with the MVP guys up there really quick? With the, the, the odds or the head-to-head? Head? The MVP odds. Yeah. Because you see the two guys in the 49er uniform? Well, there can be two guys in a Dolphin uniform as well. Like Tyreek, it, it should be up there. If, if if Lamar were to struggle, correct. So for me, that's why Tua can't get it done, because if you talk about Tua having success, well, it's gonna come at the expense of Tyreek being a part of that success. When we look at what Lamar Jackson has done, he's done it without his number one target in Mark Andrews. He's done it without none of his number one guys in the backfield. It's been all him. It, it, you, you, we've all. So understood. is it locked up? Are you saying I, it's He's locked got up for oh, me? Really? It is, and I, I get it. It's been a very odd year, but the one constant has been Lamar Jackson has steadily been able to check off boxes. You put the check marks up against all those, the all stats. those numbers in the stats. However, you got one guy that has an All Pro that we were debating. Okay. He could potentially be the MVP of the National Football League as sure. well. And the other guy does two. not have another guy on his roster that we would say right. is that that fitting. So for me, this is all about Lamar Jackson. He's not going to throw 40 times a game and throw four interceptions. It's not what he does. He's not going to have that low that all the other quarterbacks has had. This is Lamar's to lose. So I, here's what I'm worried about, Wilds. And I know you – I think you just – fervently disagree with the way my brain works on this. I think it's something that, if this happens, it would bother me, and I think you probably feel like that's exactly how it should go. I do not want the NFL MVP race to become like the heavyweight title of the world, where, well, he beat him, so now it's his. I agree. And over the course of the year, that kind of feels like it's been happening. Just, but that's so how Lamar the, got it. The, the, no, hold May I, just for a moment, it felt to me like Jalen, after the the Eagles beat the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. even though Dak, I thought, thoroughly outplayed Jalen in that Mm -hmm. game, that's when Jalen was the favorite. And nobody, I think, was looking like, Jalen's been the best player in the league, but he had just beaten Dak. Mm -hmm. And then Purdy beat Jalen. And then he was the huge favorite. And then Dak, at some point, without beating Purdy, you know, had those monster games. He got there. And then all of a sudden, Lamar overtook it. And now we're talking about could two overtake it. And by the way, if that happens, the debate next week is going to be can Josh Allen steal yeah. it? Like, it, and it will yeah. be that. In my opinion, and I think, Brew, you might agree with me this, save one name. I think the four guys this year who have combined team success – unquestionably best guy on their offense, great numbers or great eye test or all of the above, are Lamar, Christian McCaffrey, Tyree Kill, and Dak Prescott. Dak, because right now they're the five seed, is kind of eliminated from the contention. If Philly loses and Dallas wins their next two and Dallas all of a sudden is the two, I think Dak deserves a, a strong look. I think Christian McCaffrey right now deserves it. But if it has to be a quarterback, 
it's Lamar. I would, I personally would have a big problem with Tua winning the award when I think all of us agree he's not the best guy on his side of the ball on his own team. The same reason that I'm just trying to be fair here, I said I was going to have a huge problem with Brock Purdy winning it. Okay. So if, that, if Tua, can I go real quick, yeah, bro? Yeah. If Tua outplays Lamar, mm-hmm. and I know I understand your head-to-head argument, but the Ravens also have the best total defense. So Tua would have to put up numbers, not on Lamar, on that great Ravens defense that we just saw fluster Brock Purdy. And then he would have the same record, but, be, but have a better completion percentage, more total yards than Lamar, more total touchdowns, and a better passer rating. Yeah. With the caveat that I understand Lamar, sometimes the Ravens get up so big, and then Lamar ships it into second gear, and they just decide to run. So maybe that depresses his numbers a bit. I, I don't see how you what the argument is for what the empirical argument well, for not, Lamar is other than ah you know what can't qualify no, the things yeah, he but, does so out there. Not, so oh, Mark Andrews like the, okay. I, I don't think there is I don't think league MVP there is an empirical argument. I think there are certain years it's what undeniable. Would be? That's what I'm saying. Well, the, the, I, wins the, and no, the fact that the, the, the win, lack of the support same cap. amount of wins. No, lack of the offensive I think the, I think the, again, I don't think this is empirical, but I think the argument for Lamar would be, could you drop any other player on the Ravens team and have the offense function as well as it does. Know, I'm, talking about, the, I'm talking about real world, man. The, I'm talking about the real what, world. W- Wilds. I'm talking about, guys, you can't what? be like, well, what if Wilds. we got into what a time if, machine? Hold on. What if we drafted the hold, entire hold, league over? Hold man, on. Yeah, if I, I'm two as lawyer, I'm like, no, man, be in the real world. Tell me why my guy is not the MVP. Because he's not the MVP so, of his own so I think what Nick would be saying, I, I, I think, Nick, it'd be better, like like you said, there's no Mark Andrews. There's no great wide receiver there's at this point. Three running Their running backs, backs have been hurt. Like that, and they're still where they are. But he's going to have trouble with the numbers. I, look, I agree with you that you don't want it changing game to game just because yes. we beat you when we're really not even facing each other, right? Correct. I mean, as quarterbacks. That's correct. But I just think that's for this year because no it's one. so weird. Has distanced himself. I, I don't think that's going to be the case going forward. See, I, just really quick, I, if if Tua were to have a great game, do we all agree Tyreek Hill would be a part of why? Well, Tua the reason played, why? I tell you what helped Tua the more than anything game. was the Jets. The Jets game, game because when they, they put up thirty that without Tyreek, that, like, that that helped him. That more. is true. But in general, I agree that Tyreek can have a massive impact on a game. In a, he could have, he could be the most. Even if important. he doesn't have many numbers, yes, without numbers, because of how he skews coverage is yes. all of it. And like, and I just, like I said, Wilds, I knew what I was going to say was going to bother you. We just, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, we just view uh, football very differently as far as if the team wins. Does who, do we have to assign the credit to the quarterback? And I don't think Lamar's best argument is the team's record. I think Lamar's best argument is the games are televised. And you watch them, and you say, I mean, that guy I know, but that's is, is, has more impact on what his team does no question, the same man. way. Guys, there's a question. There's no, you have no proof. Oh. I'm talking about what? real proof. What do you proof. mean proof? I'm talking about empirical proof. That, Stats. That, yeah, something yeah, other than, other I, than I agree because I say so. His numbers aren't. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Bills riding the Josh Allen roller coaster up and up. To wins over the Chiefs, Cowboys, and Chargers, they are almost two touchdown favorites over the team of the 21st century, who actually dispatched of them in Gillette uh, week seven. Here's Josh Allen. The fact that we lost game one, I think, tells these guys, like, we got we to gotta put our best stuff out in the field or we're not going to win this game. And, um, you know, frankly, it's a game that we need to win. And they know that. We know that. You know, if, if I'm in the New England Patriots locker room, I'm, I'm looking to, to ruin their season. This is an odd segment, everybody. Nick is going to be uh, pro-Patriots. No, I'm not. What do you think? Don't, don't say what I'm going to be. Just ask the question, <laughs> leader of the show. You don't know what I'm going to be. What are the chances the Bills fall flat against the Patriots? Very good. Well, that, that's pro-Patriots. Now, now, you can fall flat against the Patriots and still beat them. I would argue they fell incredibly flat on Saturday and won anyway. I think one so of the biggest... What about lose? I, did I say lose. it wrong? No, so the, I think they, lose to the Patriots. I think they could lose to the Patriots. I think it is more likely than not that they look mediocre against oh. the Patriots. And so sure. the, I think one of the big winners of the weekend was the Bills because of the NFL schedule makers. Because that game was Saturday night on yep. Peacock, and then right. Sunday is New Year's <laughs> Eve, Monday's Christmas, you have Ravens, Niners, the Chiefs fall flat, you have a Cowboys, Dolphins. What got lost in the shuffle this yeah. week was the Bills as two touchdown favorites against, against Easton Stick yeah. and Giff Smith. Being down 10 nothing early, mm-hmm. trailing in the fourth quarter, a hat trick of turnovers, another no-show game from Stephon Diggs. Ever since his brother said he needs to get out of there, guy hasn't sniffed 100 yards. Oh, and the Bills in a game they absolutely unequivocally had to win, damn near lost. And I understand they won it. And so one of their problems earlier this year was they weren't winning games mm-hmm. like this. So you get a modicum of credit. But there was a lot of buzz The Bills are the team no one wants to face. The Bills are the dangerous team. And the Bills almost eliminated themselves before they get these two divisional games by losing to Easton Stick. And nobody cares. Yeah, and so, no, uh, uh, the, I'm right. Is and so I just, watching? I just don't think, and I'm not killing Josh Allen for it. I thought the whole team was uninspired, offense and defense. And so I just think, Brew, it's another example of the Bills not being a trustworthy no, team. I agree. It was a horrible performance. I mean, they need a last-minute field goal to win it. I'm going to put a number. I'm, I'm saying there's a 20% chance oh, Brew's being specific. that they lose, wow. now, which I think is high. For a team that's playing, you know, for the playoffs, yeah. yeah, and a team that's, you know, one, two, three, Cancun, or trying to get Miller Moss or yeah. Caleb Williams, Miller whoever, Moss. They, whoever they got now. <laughs> but for all the reasons you said, yeah, they could go out there and look horrible. Now they could go out there and look great too. I, yeah. I like what Josh said, uh, Greg. Yeah. I like the fact that he's bringing up. They beat us already. So our antenna should be sky high, and we know they want to ruin our seat. Like, he's saying all the right things, and I think he means it. They just got to go out there and do it. Yeah, there's no chance they fall flat. Look, I, I, Really? You no. Know, what about last week? Yeah, I, I understand last week. Their goal is to win the game. I, the only way they fall flat is if they lose. Like, they can't I, lose. I agree. That I, it just I've been in a position where we could not lose. 
We could not lose. The, the year we won the Super Bowl, we could not lose ending the season with our last four, four or so games. We could not d- suffer a loss. That is the position the Bills are in. It, whatever it takes, however you get it done, that's not falling flat. So for me, getting a win against this Patriot team, a team that you lost to, a team that you understand defensively, they are stout. Right. They're going to be on their best stuff. You're running the ball very well. They're a very good run-stopping team. Something's going to have to give. I don't think it will be the Bills losing in this for? game. I'm rooting for a good game. Who I will still, I still, when the whistle sounds, I still root for the Patriots against my own interests. But you, but you want the final lose. take is you need that draft pick. I know. <laughs> uh, you don't think the Patriots that good anymore? No, it's not about Caleb. We already missed out on Caleb. Uh, the Patriots cannot beat the Bills, but the Bills can beat the Bills. That's all. Yeah, no, that's, that's well said. You guys are gonna draft Joe Alt. I can't wait for it. With the fifth pick, New England Patriots select left tackle out of Notre I'm Dame. Sorry, Joe offensive line's not important. Well, John, his dad, Nick great Kansas City so. Chief, John Alt. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Coming up in 10 minutes, well, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports, and a, honestly, a lot of pressure on me to make Greg laugh. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is throw up that crazy... <laughs> You know, I didn't, do it. I didn't do it this completely week, completely I didn't do it this week. Yesterday, uh, Chiefs offense is not today's Chiefs offense. I was supposed to say that, but I got lost. <laughs> uh, drops, bad throws, helmet throws, pressure on Mahomes, stern words for the team and coaches alike. Here's Patrick Mahomes. I think you see, people see frustration and they think it causes, like, uh, controversy. But I, think, I, I see it as a way of showing that people care. They care about their, their profession. They care about... Um, trying to do whatever they can to win games. Um, and so when I see stuff like that happen, obviously we want to be in a positive light and everything like that. But I, I see someone that cares about the game and someone that wants to be better and not better for themselves but for the team. That's right. Pat. That's a great take. Uh, here's this year's <laughs> offense compared to last year's offense by the numbers. Down a full touchdown a game, 65 fewer yards, 10 fewer passing touchdowns, red zone touchdown percentage down 11 points. Yep. Went from top five last year to worse than the Patriots and the Bears. Chiefs hosting. Well, Patriots don't get into the red zone very often. Regardless, that's why I added the Bears. <laughs> Chiefs host Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Is it fair to write off the Chiefs with a loss? Okay, I think that for the width and breadth of his career, if Patrick Mahomes is, is healthy, he cannot be fully written off. 
I think there is no circumstances. I think they have the dead last ranked defense or the dead last ranked receiving core or whatever, and I don't think you will be able to write him off going into a postseason if the team's alive Mm -hmm. and he's healthy. With that said, this would be a devastating loss because I believe there is a tremendous amount to be gained from a win. I don't know if you guys have checked the injury reports, but right now the Chiefs are down. Not They are without their top three running backs. Usually only have three. Mm. Pacheco's hurt. Mm-hmm. Clyde is sick. McKinnon's on IR till the divisional round, assuming the Chiefs get there as is. Kelsey is clearly dinged and clearly a step slow. Now, maybe it's age. Maybe it's also that he suffered the first major injury in a decade at the beginning of the year, got hurt again in the Vikings game, hasn't had the same burst. There's Their left tackle is not practicing with a neck injury, all of that. The reason I say this is not excuses, but because they need rest. And if they win su- Sunday, I would personally give a self-imposed bye week. For anyone dealing with anything. Because if they win Sunday, they lock up the division. And they almost assuredly are locked into the three line. Because they can't drop to the four. Because no one in the south can get to Mm -hmm. a a scenario where they have a better record than them. And they're not going to get to the three. Because they're the two, pardon me. They're not going to catch Miami or Baltimore. So you're playing a team without Joe Burrow and probably without Jamar Chase. You are coming off a mortifying loss as a double-digit favorite. You're at home. If you don't win and you have something real tangible to get, you have not locked up the division yet. So I, I wouldn't write off the Chiefs ever, Brew. And you, people can say that's ridiculous. I think it's fair. You say as long um, as they make the playoffs. As long as they make the playoffs. But I think they need to win the Tam game. You know I agree with you on the Mahomes thing. If they get in the playoffs, I mean, you just can't completely write them off. But if they lose this game – Everything but that in me says write them off. Like, I'm 95% off of them. They have no chance to get to the Super Bowl because it will have been a full half season plus bad football. of bad football, three and six. And as you said, knowing you have to win, they are on red alert. Like, everybody, there's problems, you know, on the sidelines. Everybody's going after Mahomes saying he's not playing well now. Like, if you can't come out here against Jake Brown, I know you love him, but he turned into a pumpkin last week, as somebody predicted <laughs> on this show. Should I throw up the shoes? No. no. Uh, but I'm just Are saying, like, like, I got orange ones on actually today. Um, no, they, if they don't win this, Greg, I am as far as you can be with Mahomes on your team of being written mm-hmm. writing them off. Guys, what are you waiting for? I've already written this team That's off. That's true. Okay, yeah. I've already written. And, and you I, wrote I, Denver. So you got his Baltimore, like, definitely winning no, AFC? Let me, like, let me, let me or, finish really quick. Like, and, and here's the reason why. Like, number one, I think I love what Patrick Mahomes says, but – said about his emotions and all the frustration, but we've never seen him on this type of emotional roller coaster mm. because they're losing. We've seen him show passion, right. and they still, he still finds a way to figure it out. But this is what I, I see the problem as. We're getting into games that you must win. The pressure is only going to rise. Like, the, star, the lights are getting brighter. Nobody outside of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey – has done anything to give me the confidence to believe they're going to step up and make those plays now all of a sudden. No, nobody. 
And I don't. I, you're a and fan, playing and worse. you're concerned Those about two. them too. So, like, what makes me? I get. I, I, I understand <laughs> the Patrick Mahomes <laughs> thing. He is right. the best quarterback right. in the game. You said it in love, but it was yeah, true. Yeah, but, but for me, this—that's why I've written him off because all season long he's been let down. But they, and he's—he's he's he's let them down. Hold, 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 can, some can I? But I think Brew asked an interesting question. So, are you just writing in Sharpie? The Baltimore Ravens have won the AFC. Yeah, I'm. I'm on that. I'm wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's great. Okay. You know what? That, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to dog you because you didn't pick them to make the playoffs in the preseason. <laughs> this. What I'm doing is I'm taking it's off the table now. Wiles. I tried. I gave you like three weeks to come on board with the Ravens. You rejected me. Mm-hmm. Now I got Greg. The, the olive branch is gone. It's not coming out again. <laughs> so Greg took it wild seat, seat on the Ravens bandwagon. the Ravens bandwagon. This is the reason I didn't take your olive branch is because I wanted to prove my loyalty to the faithful of Kansas City. I'm not going anywhere. Wild. <laughs> you trying to kick me out of the club? Uh oh. Look who's coming in the back door. <laughs> like, this dude's still in the club? <laughs> Dressed up as a janitor. Hello. <laughs> uh, Budless, next. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Still a hot show. Live from New York. It's the show that is very interested in Miller Moss in a few years. Very interested. (laughs) The Patriots continue to tank. It's the second hour of First Things First. Today, what's next for Russell Wilson and the Broncos? The unlikely place that Greg could see him going. Putting you on the spot, Greg. You didn't even prep for that. (laughs) Meanwhile, Browns Jets tonight. Is it time to admit the Browns are for real with a win, but right now, of course, it's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all of sports, the Bud List. It's also time where we read some viewer mails. For the year 2023, we get a ton of mail, especially around the holidays. Yeah. I didn't even... <laughs> this one is sealed maybe a little too tightly. Yeah. You're having trouble with it. Hope I didn't rip the letter. <laughs> Dear Wilds, it's always addressed to me, even though we're a team. Dear Wilds, <laughs> love the show. Are you taking New Year's Day off? No. Oh, cheers, Ryan and Brian. Ryan and Brian, no. And this was something Healy gave us a note, too. Remember to try to drive the audience for Monday because we did have Christmas off. <laughs> We're not going to have New Year's off. Hey. We will be here from 3 to 4.30 in all Let's of our go. glory. Let's go. There he is. <laughs> I spent 30 minutes Doing what? with the crew before show two weeks ago. <laughs> to do what? I was posing. Uh-huh. We agreed they were going to do Not a new t- cowboy Dusty, photo. If they you... wanted me to flex and all that. And, that's and what I'm you gave. still going on with this. That's a handsome photo. The real photo. photo. Bro, that's a handsome photo. It's a handsome Y'all photo. Y'all know the real photo. We're just waiting real. for them to show the adjusted photo. <laughs> Y'all, because now the cast is a good The understand how television graphics work. All right, here we go. Butler's number three, Jalen Hurts. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Jalen, look, a lot of reasons you guys aren't quite as good as you were last year. The defense we know is not that good. Got to admit it. You're not getting nearly the amount of sacks you were last year. 
But if we're honest, you haven't been nearly as good as you were last year either. Okay? We got to accept that. All right? So, your everything, everything has dropped from last year. Completion percentage down. Passer rating, yards per game, touchdown passes, interceptions are up. Everything else is down except rush TDs, but, you know, those are the tush push, which I like, but still. It's not like you're, you know, running for 15-yard touchdowns. All right, now, I need you to come out here. You're the leader of the team, okay? But speeches and character and demeanor is only going to get you so far. You also have to play well. All right, so we need you to come out here. Your teammates need you. They, they need a big game from you because they need a reason to believe going into the playoffs. Jalen, I want a huge performance from you and a blowout win by your you and your teammates. I do believe in you. All right, number two, staying with the quarterbacks, Brock Purdy. Mm. Brock, <clears throat> no matter what some people say, it was one bad game. One bad game. It happens to the best of them. Mahomes, Lamar, Josh, Jalen. Like, the best quarterbacks in the league have had bad games. That was a really bad one, all right? And I know that you're a confident guy because you don't go from being Mr. Irrelevant to an MVP candidate, a leader at one point, without confidence in yourself. But I also know you're human and you're young. Okay, and I do, I hate to admit this with Nick sitting right there. Uh-oh. I felt like you lost a tad bit of confidence after the third or the fourth interception. <laughs> One of them, all right? And so shake it off. It happens to everybody. You can go out there and get it done. You've proven that, all right? Don't need a huge game. If you give it to us, great. But we need a clean one, all right? Brock Purdy, I believe in you. Iowa Mafia. All right, at number one, another quarterback, Josh Allen. Wow. First of all, Josh, it's great to see you smile. I mean, I got to be like, I was getting, your press conferences were sad, all right? Like, well, most of the season, seeing you just look like the sky is falling and everything was in shambles, it has been nice to see you smile and show a little bit of your personality in these press conferences. So I'm going to give you props there, but I got to warn you. See, I'm good at reading the room. Yeah. All right, seeing what's out there. And there has been a trap, a trap set for you, my man. All of a sudden, you're back in the MVP conversation. All right, everybody's praising you. Belichick's comparing you to Tom Brady. All right, you know why? I know why. It's because they want you to put on the cape. Ah. They want, I know the last three games you've won with averaging 188 yards passing. You got three total touchdown passes in your last three games and four rush touchdowns. My point is, do what you have to do to win. If it means 20 passes, so be it. If you have to put on the cape, so be it. But don't go out there with a pre-planned, you know, notion that I'm going to – that's right. I am in the MVP conversation. I do have the most touchdowns in the league. Everybody loves me again. I'm Superman. No, we don't need any of that. Just go out there and do what it takes to win. Josh Allen, I believe. Excellent job. Well done. Always excellent. Well done. You know what? I, I felt like I needed to switch it up this week. So I'm adding – Chris Broussard wow. to the bud list. You know yes, this sorry. is what wow. that, that pre-show yeah, stuff man. was about. Well, <laughs> you, you and I were in the same boat. We both have picked the Eagles 
for our NFC Super Bowl pick. However, something was a little concerning. Last week I was off, but I still tune into the show. And I, I heard things and I saw things and it was very concerning to me. Can you take a listen? Wow, you're thinking about changing your pick if you're not ready to go no. the whole way. Okay. Well, first of all, gentlemen, I'm flattered. The idea of me not being right just is unfathomable to you guys it, yeah. and to the show. But I got news for you. I am sticking with the Philadelphia Eagles. Shake your heads. Why? Why? Raise Why? your eyebrows. <laughs> Boy, I'm very disappointed. Now, I'm not afraid to change my pick. You sure For some aren't. reason, you are. And I will tell you why I'm not afraid. Because I recognize this Eagles team has flaws. They're quite fraudulent, if I'm being wow. honest. And they remind me of the Minnesota Vikings from last season. We knew who this team was. They could put up points, yes, but they couldn't stop a nosebleed defensively. And they got exposed the moment they entered the postseason by the New York Giants. Now, Chris Broussard, this Eagles team, we've talked at nauseum. You just mentioned Jalen Hurts on the bud list because of all his numbers and he's going in the wrong direction, let alone the defense. However, I recognize a ship when it is sinking. And the Philadelphia ship is sinking, which is why mm -hmm. I have changed my Super Bowl pick. What? Oh. And my Super Bowl pick is now the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. This is not the Cowboys oh that I was talking about. <laughs> Christina, can we get, thank you. This Dallas Cowboys. That was a five minute, I don't even know if you're actually this is what Right, about. are you really changing you know, your I am changing your song. Could have just been a joke. Uh, that was a long walk. But so, much yeah. so much to Go say. So much to say. Go ahead. I, I gotta be honest. This makes me feel tremendous. <laughs> and Nick, <laughs> Nick should be shaking, shivering in his boots. Why? Greg, you know I love you, uh -huh. and you are a football maestro, no doubt, on the field and in your analysis. But it's been a rough year for you. Daniel Jones, top 10 quarterback, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens not making the playoffs, Denver, chance to win the division, might you, get to the you Super understand? Bowl. I'm just I like, know. Your I know when to throw in the towel. <laughs> I know when to throw in the towel. Nick, Threw the towel. You, better, you better get off the bandwagon. The Cowboys going nowhere. Also, that sealed it. I really, I, you know, I was at the front of the line at mocking Greg's Daniel Jones top ten quarterback thing. But then I saw that meme everyone saw last week where it was comparing Daniel Jones to Trevor for the, the first 55 minutes. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Greg might have been onto something there. All right. Bro, may I? You I bet. am adding. Robert Sala and Joe Douglas uh, to the bud list. Fellas, it's the Scorpion and the Frog. And spoiler alert, neither one of y'all are the Scorpion. And we know how this <laughs> one's going to end. You've seen it all control. Up to and now including taking the rap for Aaron Rodgers being activated to the roster. You got, No, that was your guys' call. You guys are doing everything that this man has wanted for the last nine months. Guys, it's not going to go backwards. How do you think this offseason is going to go if you want to, you know, 
move on from Alan Lazard one year into his deal. You think you're going to be allowed to do that? Probably not. <laughs> what if you think that, you know, the 14 touchdowns you've had in 15 games from the Nat Hackett offense could use a little revitalization? You think you're going to have that opportunity? Of course not. In fact, what's more likely is you're going to get a FaceTime because we know phone calls don't work, uh, and it's going to be Aaron saying, hey, I've got some off-season ideas for you. You want to trade for David Bakhtiari? We need an offensive line. I know he hasn't played in a couple years. Devontae Adams seems unhappy. Well, that one seems you, good. Seems good. Would be great. Well, yeah, in theory, except you have finite resources and you need five offensive linemen, at least four offensive linemen. And here's the worst part of it. Placating him is not going to earn you anything. Call up Brian Gutenkunst and see how long goodwill lasts if and when he needs someone to throw under the bus. And next year... When you have a 40-year-old quarterback playing like one, coming off a a blown Achilles and the team is struggling, you think in his weekly uh, therapy sessions with Pat McAfee, it's going to be a lot of introspection or the last time we heard him when his team was struggling and he told us, well, well, my coach told me that was my best graded out game of the year. You remember that? And so listen, Joe, yeah, of course. Joe and Robert, good luck to you. You guys have made this bed now. You're going to have to lie in it. But you are certainly under duress now and will be under much more so next year when the season starts to go awry and the guy you placated all year turns. Well said. And look, and, and he is – you know, you guys know I picked him to make the playoffs with Rodgers Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you bring I, well, that up when Rodgers, I thought, I thought he was going to have too. a <laughs> oh, God. I thought he was going to have a good year. Next year, he'll, he will be two full years removed from playing good football. Yeah. Like, I, and not to mention 40 going on 41 yeah. years old. I don't think he's going to have a great year of next course. year. So you're doing all this for a guy that's probably going to be Mediocre. a slightly above average yeah. quarterback. So I'm with you on that. I'm putting every celebration on the bud list. We are in prime time, kind of Gatorade bath I like this. season. And, Brew, to steal a line from you, I'm old school. And then he said, I, 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 I'm tough, yeah. but I'm fair. Here's the thing. Gatorade, I'm still rolling with you. Everyone's trying to get on your corner. We'll go in order. The ice coffee bath, Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl, dumped the coach with ice coffee with a special uh, ice coffee cup. The eggnog bath that we just saw, Lincoln Riley, I'm sure that'll be great for recruiting. Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't work. A West Virginia, Duke's Mayo bath. Again, that's a no for me. And then Georgia State coach Sean Elliott, the French fries, which looks delicious slash somewhat wasteful. So <laughs> call me old school, bro. I just kind of want to go back to old Gatorade, yeah. no, matter, no matter the bowl. And I know it, that might be out of favor. That might be old-fashioned. A nice old Gatorade dump is refreshing. I'm saying the eggnog for your holidays. And the proof that that you are right is two of those had to be staged, right? He's sitting there waiting for them to dump it. Gatorade was just natural, right? You could run away from it. It was a little cat and mouse game. Now i got to sit there and get eggnog dumped on me. I I think we vibed here, so let's make a little deal. There it is. This, this is now the compliment. I spent a half an hour posing for these. What's wrong with your head? I don't know why your head is so low. <laughs> well, I was ducking. I was like, why? You know, boxing? There was, I was just. They said, look, just move. I was showing some some of my stuff. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Latest updates on Russ. He's benched. He's going to be released after the season. His monster contract didn't match up with his play, and the Broncos let him know about it. Mark Maskey writing in the Washington Post that, quote, the Broncos previously threatened to bench Wilson for the rest of the season if he did not agree to rework his contract to address the injury guarantee. And get this, one of those conversations, Maskey's reporting, was after Russ beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And uh, the NFLPA had to get involved and say, oh, what's going on here? So, Nick, your reaction. All right, well, it's a couple things. First one is, this is why I all, whenever people, when a player holds out and people like honor your contract, I always support the player. That the, whether it was Chris Jones with my favorite team this mm-hmm. offseason, the teams will be as cutthroat yes, as possible. Will. So if and when a player has any ounce of leverage or thinks they do and they want to squeeze for more money, God bless them. Yep. And so they, I so I, because there's such a discrepancy in power there. But Wilds, you hate you hate mimes. Yes. You hate injustice. And then what else? Half measures. <laughs> Half measures is the third thing. Half measures cost the Broncos. As Marlo Stanfield once said, do it or don't, but I got places to be. You cannot tell a player, hey, go- hey man, we're going to bench you, which means eventually cut you if you don't do this. He doesn't do it, and then you let him keep playing because you know what player you're going to get? A selfish player. And I know some people kind of rolled their eyes at me when a month ago when the Broncos were in the midst of their winning streak, I said, I think, and I quote, Russell Wilson was playing a selfish brand of football. Now they were winning, I thought, despite it, where he was taking sacks he shouldn't and not making throws he should because I thought he was being too protective of his mm-hmm. touchdown-interception ratio, which at the time was the one like great stat he had. Good, it's still yeah. good. And I thought it was hurting the Broncos. They were winning despite it. But now you have a better understanding as to why, bro. He's putting, he's trying to get one team out there, at least one, to want him. So you can't tell somebody, we're getting rid of you at the end of this year if you don't do X. He doesn't do X. You let him keep going and then then expect him to put the team first. Well, that's what I agree. Look, props to Russ for not taking whatever deal they offered him. Get your money. They gave you the contract. Take that guaranteed money because obviously this is going to be his last big payday. All right, so good on him for doing that. As much as I agree with him, I don't blame Denver for giving it a shot, but they just should have done it differently. If what we, you know, maybe they did go to him first in kindness like Russ. You know, look, we we think we need this. We can add this, and we can really be better in the future if you'll – you know, move around sure. some money. Something like that 
maybe works. But And maybe they did that. For, I, I don't know. But the reports are that they threatened to bench him. And you're right. Like, like how is he going to respond to that? Now, they did win games, and maybe he felt like once they started winning, I'm good, right? Maybe. I'm safe. And then he started – he had the game where he threw the three interceptions. Yeah. So, I don't know, but um, it, it just it, – it, good on him for taking the money, and they should have handled it differently. Yeah, I, I hate this for us. Um, and now, I'm not saying he's he's been playing great because he hadn't been playing great. However – I don't think he's deserving of this, this treatment. Like, Sean Payton made it a point to, to let everyone within that organization, in that locker room, and outside that building know that this is not my guy. He was, he's not my guy. He's not the reason why I'm coming here. If it doesn't work, it's clearly not me. It's going to be because of him. Look what he did last year. And for all of these things to come out now, Russell Wilson, I feel like he's handled it like a pro, but – what I will say is when you are a player and you are in a locker room and you are not given and provided the utmost confidence by those who are in charge of calling plays and putting you out on the field to do what you do, <clears throat> there's always going to be a problem. You're never going to be able to flourish in that environment. So Russell Wilson was set up for failure. He was not set up for success. When you have a coach telling you, well, if you play this way or trying to get them to play a certain way. Mike McCarthy, I, I compare this to Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. The way he's handled Dak is exactly how you want to handle a head coach, uh, important player type of relationship. You want to pour and invest everything that you have into that player so that they can become the best version of themselves. That's not what happened okay. with Sean Payton. Quickly, where do you think he's Well, I, listen, I, I was about to ask you, would you want him in New England? No. Why? Because I don't think – suppose Belichick stays. That's right. I would only want him there if Belichick stays. I don't think Belichick's going to say, you know what? First of all, he just saw him and Bailey Zappi beat him. Quarterback wins guy. Yeah. I don't think Bill Belichick is sitting back there and like, you know what, Sean Payton couldn't pull it off, but I can. I don't think. And if we get a new quarterback, I don't think you want a retreat. Excuse me, if we get a new coach, I don't think we no, want a No, I would. If you get a new coach, I feel like you've got to be planning to draft a quarterback. But if, no, if Belichick is trying to win, Belichick, I think, wants to win the way Seattle won when they were winning. Defense, running game, a couple big plays from the quarterback. I think Pittsburgh should be the place. You know. Back up Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nice. Upset alert tomorrow. Brew got another pick right. Also, Both of us. You're done. What did I pick for my upset alert? Guys, what did I pick for my upset alert? I picked the Ravens. And somehow you came out with purple sneakers. I got no credit. (laughs) (laughs) Suns Rocket, Shingoon. Big dunk, 24 points in 29 minutes. No medal. Shingun, medalist this season. I've really? Letters. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's a – I'm surprised at that. Well, it was finally the day he should have gotten a medal. Bronze Giannis, 32-10-8 in a win over what they were calling the Brooklyn Nets, but were not actually the Brooklyn what Nets the last night. I don't – you know what? I, I haven't done my full investigation yet. But as a former season ticket holder, I assume I'll be getting a report. Silver, Kevin Durant. You know, seems a little unhappy. But they get the win. 
27, 10, and 16 assists yeah. for KD in the win over the Librarian and Company. And then a gold, the rare, back-to-back -back gold medals. Yeah. SGA, 36, 7, and 8 in a win over the Knicks. SGA is in the MVP periphery. He's in the MVP periphery. He yeah. is fish. fish yeah, fish. exactly right. Top There's five. the metal stand from. Yeah, that's what that's what fifth fish means. That's what Brew was saying. There's the metal stand from last night in the association. Jets at Browns tonight. Oh. Former Jets QB Joe Flacco uh, against <coughs> current Browns QB Joe Flacco. Browns defense <laughs> gives up the fewest yards. Jets defense gives up the third fewest yards. So Flacco's got his work cut out for him. Is this a revenge game? Not at all. I mean, he, he's already won. He won this battle, if you will. Like mm -hmm. the Jet, right? And he's in, you can't even say, well, he's not in a, as good of a situation because Cleveland's defense is even better than the Jets. He's got, you know, a great receiver in Amari Cooper. You had Garrett Wilson. Okay. Got a run game. Like, this dude is in great position, so he can pour salt in the wound. But no, it's not a revenge game. Here's an underrated true statement right here. Do you guys, well, let me ask this. Do you guys think the Ravens could lose this weekend to Miami? 100%. Okay. On the board. The Browns can win the division. Yes. The, the, the Browns need to beat the Jets and what's left of the Bengals. And they need the Ravens, obviously, to lose to Miami and then lose to what will be a Steelers team playing for their life. And the one team Lamar in his career has played multiple times and never played well against is Pittsburgh. I'm not predicting it. I'm not saying I think that's going to happen by no means. But it is wild. And it is the strongest Stefanski. case for Kevin Stefanski to have serious coach of the year oh, consideration gosh, yeah. that they're on their fourth quarterback and they are still alive for the division. And it's not because it's a bad division. It's right, probably the right. best division in all of football. <laughs> I, He's on the short list for coaches. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I like D'Amico, but now that they've but fallen Dave off right. a bit, Shane right. Steichen's got a case. I, Simeon's going to get annihilated by Miles Garrett. I yeah. feel bad. This was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers coming back. Oh, gosh darn it. Maybe if it wasn't a short week. No. Let's speak. <laughs> Up next.